Hello, guys, and welcome to the Matt Chat Podcast with uh, Senpei Tommy Arvo and Shihan Cruzman. Today, we're talking about stay the course and how to keep kids driven and engaged. So, sir, I guess uh, if I could throw it to you first, what do you think? How do you think that we keep kids in, well, really people, I'd say, driven and engaged? How do we make them stay the course or keep them stay the course? You know, that's a great question, you know, and um, everyone from kids to adults have there are different methodologies, you know, I think that we can keep kids or adults driven. Um, you know, what what makes him come to a certain, you know, if it's to us, like martial arts or any kind of sport, what's, what, what has driven them to get there? Mm. You know, what, what has motivated them? You know, something has to, you know, uh, grab their attention for them to come, right? Right. To come and, and, and come stay on the course. And whatever that is, you know, that's that's something that you'll have to find. But, um, you know, I have different different aspects or ideas on how to keep the the, the student or uh, you know teen teen adult kid whatever it is on course is um, finding their purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, find their purpose on on the course. And once you find their purpose, then you, I feel that you you develop that you develop, you know, around that, right? Yeah. Um, that's, um, you know, one, how to start out with it, but, um, you know, how to keep your child, let's say we're talking about, we deal with kids, right, in martial arts, mainly at our, at our school, at Life Systems, and how do we uh, keep them interested and motivated? Well, I have a few ideas how to keep them motivated and interested is, um, you know, go out of your way to encourage them to train, mm-hmm. right? Now we all have bad days. Oh yeah, right. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a child or adult. Think about this, Tommy. So, an adult, they're happy. They're really excited and motivated to train, right? Mm-hmm. To go to the gym, get in good shape, maybe lose weight, whatever the the reason may be, right? Yeah. And we always say within uh, about a month or month. so, the New Year's uh, resolution, the gyms, right, are, are pretty empty, other than your regulars, right, right. So. Uh, you know, why didn't they stay on that path? Why, what got them off that path? Well, of course, it goes back to your why, your purpose. And you got to find that. You know, I know I always emphasize that a lot to, to our students about the purpose and the why, um, because that's where, that is where the root is. Um, but if you find just one thing to help, st- especially children, to stimulate them mm-hmm. to continue and They'll, they'll be driven longer, right? right? So the more you give them engagement uh, as far as um, um, encouragement, don't always look for what they're doing wrong. Right. They get told that a lot Yeah. Right. throughout the day. Tell them what they're doing right, if it's just one little thing. And that will go far. Yeah. That's why, that's why I take a lot, like on the mat especially, is, you know, when I'm here, I really try to look for the positives on them first more mm-hmm. than anything else. Like, you know, even if it's not the best push-up in the world that I've seen, I want to let them know that I'm proud of you trying. But here's how we can go make it better. And, I'll, you know, I want to join them, right? You know, leading by example. That's what right, we've been talking right. about a lot, you know. To give them a reason to get better. To, you know, to show that someone supports them in getting better. You know, and you're talking about, like, I have my notes on here, right? Like, going on to the next topic of moving on to motivation versus discipline. You know, it's, like, it's always easy to, once you find that, like, little thing that makes you want to, like, do it, it's pretty easy to come in. You know, for me, one big thing that I loved a lot of when I first, like one thing I found a lot of passion in martial arts was tricking. 
I really love doing tricking a lot. It had took nothing. No one had to tell me you got to go to class and make sure you make tricking. Like I was, I made sure I kept that on my calendar and I came into all those days because I wanted to do it. Right. But it's not like we do tricking hundred percent of the time. Right. I had to motivate myself to do other things too. And today we did a fatigue drill, right? We said, Hey, we are going to push you guys hard today. We're going to make you sweat. We're gonna make you tired. And everybody, I think everyone today left very sweaty. And I think it's a great thing. And it's instead of looking at those workouts in a negative way, right? Like, view what am I going to gain from this though? You're going to get stronger. You're going to feel better that you did this than not doing it. Right, right. You know, you exactly. you, you took the challenge. We uh, use Andrew, Andrew Bolton, one of our black belts. You know, I'm use this example now. Like, he did that test a lot. He went through his black belt test seven or eight times, I think. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It took him a while, but he didn't stop. He didn't give up. You don't do that from just being motivated. You, you, he wanted that. He was disciplined then. That I could tell. I could right. tell there were days he didn't want to. You could tell with, his, with how he felt. I could tell how he felt, but he still did it. Well, it's like Zig Ziglar always said, right? Mm-hmm. I believe it's from Zig Ziglar. Is that motivation is like taking a bath? Uh huh. You know, that's why I do it daily. Everyone stinks. <laughs> that's why I do daily, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You just can't count on motivation. You can't even count on having willpower. You know, mm-hmm. well, I gotta have willpower. Okay, that helps. Yeah, that's a, that's a little ingredient, but again, it goes back to your what purpose and yeah. why. Why? Why are you doing it? And it does take discipline. You're right, and um, you're right. It, it it has to go beyond that. And you know, here's the thing. Um, you know, going back to children, children think in the moment, mm-hmm. and when you first come in, come to us, they what get excited. Oh, yeah. They get excited about coming. First day is excited. Like anything new, right? Anything new, you get excited. Oh, man, I want to do this. And then all of a sudden, you know, the week goes by, two weeks, three weeks, you know, month or so. Maybe the excitement's not there, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you got to always renew and, and find um, what what is what drives them, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, it, encouragement is a good start. Yeah. If Instead of maybe, for example, let's say you see little Johnny kicking a bag, and you say, "Boy, you hit that bag hard." Maybe say, find something more specific. Mm-hmm. I love that you're staying focused. Yeah. And and you're not, you're not giving up. I love your hands are up. You're staying yeah. strong. Staying strong. Look look for something like that. It don't always have to be the top dog, right? Yep. You don't have to be the top dog. As long as you, everyone, this is their journey. Mm-hmm. And so when when your child comes in, the worst thing to do is what? Compare your child to I see this kid. Student. I see this kid doing this way, this way, this way. Right. Yeah, but that, that that kid's not that kid. Yes. Yeah. And what are you going to do to that child? You're going to dishearten them. Right. right? Um, we always say to our parents, you know, always give them thumbs up. Yeah. You know, if you see your child. I mean, obviously there's things that you may not approve of your child doing things, but in time, you know, that's the whole point is, is to – I, we want to keep them driven. We want to mm-hmm. keep them on the path, you know. Definitely. And uh, just a smile and, and a thumbs up uh, will go far. Was, I remember a buddy of mine said, uh, 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 comparison is the thief of all joy, you know. And, and I always, like, that's all I think about, well right? Yeah, it's not something that, like, if you – comparison, it's, it's the thing I think that most of us do to ourselves, well, he's doing that. She's doing that. They got this. They got that. They got this money, house, cars. They can do this flying kick, whatever. And that disheartens us immediately because we're not them. 
But we're not them. You're right. You're not them. You're you. When, I, when I'm on the mat with them, right, with the students, um, I'm not saying be the best. I'm saying do your best. Do your best. Your best is going to be different from this kid's best, and that kid's best is be different from that kid's best. And same thing as adults, though, man, is I think that we, as adults, we always do that. I think a lot of adults do that all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. right? I sh- why am I not this successful yet? You know, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. Why don't I have this yet? I'm 60. Why don't I have this yet? Why don't I have these things? And instead of just saying, why don't I have them? I- I've been something for myself personally is that I try to be more thankful of the things that I'm doing and having now. Martial arts, the reason why I'm sticking with it now versus when I was a teenager is way different. Mm-hmm. I stuck with it because, I, I mean, like, again, tricking. I just love tricking mm-hmm. and doing that. And I, and I love being with the kids and the students and being an assistant and an instructor. But I guess I feel way different about that now. My why has changed a lot. I I, I guess I, as well, I was telling uh, some buddies of mine who were having a hard time about things is that I don't do the, I don't feel pressured to teach classes. I don't go here to teach the students because, like, in a weird way, I'm doing it for me. I, I teach for myself in a way. Like, it makes me feel good. Like, I feel good doing it. I feel like I'm helping out the community. And in that way, because I'm doing it for myself, I don't feel as, like, bur- I don't feel really the burnout, per se, or something, right? I don't really feel like, ah, oh, here I go again. And I do have my days where I'm definitely like, I don't think I'm going to have my energy, mm-hmm. or it's like, it's, I don't feel like it's going to come. But, you know, when I'm here and I start for 10 minutes, it's like that goes away very quick. Right. You know, the second I bow in that first class, I feel pretty darn good. Right. And I think like that, the hardest part is just starting. Like just got to just start it. And then the course itself just well, starts that's, developing. It's about creating habits, right? So yeah. they always say creating good habits is the hardest thing to start. Mm-hmm. But once you start that habit, a good habit that is. Yeah then it's gonna serve you well, right? However, bad habits are easy, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh, hard to break, you know? Um, why is it, let me ask you this, why is it sometimes our parents, or not just parents, adults, let's just say adults, yeah. um, they have higher expectations of their child than themselves. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is that if a child is having a struggle, let's say, come to class. This is for example, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's going to be a time that there's going to be a hiccup where they don't want to go. Again, like I said earlier in this podcast, that they think in the moment. And maybe at that moment, that's what they're occupied on. Mm-hmm. But I have over all the years I've seen when a child or a student gets on this mat, you never see it. They're, they're engaged and, yeah. they're, and, they're, and they're thriving. But why is it sometimes us adults have high expectation of our child, but not on us? You know, I think hell. And, and it's just an interesting concept, you yeah. know. And, and we have these high expectations of our child, and once they run into a little block wall, that's it. You mm-hmm. know, maybe find a way. Maybe they're just having a bad day, or mm-hmm. what? What took them off course? Since we're talking about you know keeping kids driven and and you know engaged. And we want to keep them on course. So it's yeah. just an interesting thing, you know, why we have these expectations of our child and not so much of us. I think it comes down to understanding, right? Like just like really trying to understand where they're at, where the kids are like at mentally a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I guess I feel like I try my best personally not to push, to for, maybe not push force, I think is the word I want to use. It's like I don't want to force students to do anything on the mat. 
right? But I do want you encourage. to do things. I want to encourage you to do something great and awesome. Um, kind of my next notes here, I think this will lead great into like discipline or disappointments, right? That's the subtopic of this of this, uh, this week. Of this week. Um, but of course, like I think, and again, I'm no parent, but I teach a lot. <laughs> and I guess the way I view it is, you know, every parent wants to see the best out of their kid. You know, my parents were hard on me growing up and they want to see the best out of me. You know, I think sometimes the hard part is really putting ourselves in kids' shoes, mm-hmm. right? Um, when I have a conversation, just today I was having a little conversation with Ms. Olivia over here. Yeah, I know she's four years old, right? But that doesn't matter. I, I, I want to talk to her. She wants to talk to me about her rainbows and coloring and stuff. And guess what? I'll indulge in that. And, you know, I'll go with that. Let me see those rainbows, Olivia. What can you draw? That's awesome, ma'am. And, it, and you know what? It might look a little silly here and there, but that's okay. Right. I'm engaging with her. She's talking to me, and she trusts me. And that's what I try to do with each of the kids here is like, I don't want them to tell me they're having a good day just to appease me or you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want them to talk to me. And if they're having a bad day, tell me about it. I had a student before, I won't use his name, but I had a student before who I remember in class was, you know, he, he was doing, trying to do a student creed. You know what I'm talking about, he was doing the creed and just had no motion. Like, he barely moved his hands. And you know as a parent i think it's easy to probably like look at that and go what, what the heck are you doing like right you know i'm here you know what are you doing you know right, right. so i spoke to the student certain student and i brought him in the back and i didn't berate him i didn't um i didn't yell at him i didn't do any of that i just asked hey man what's what's going on is everything okay and he he kind of told me some of his problems you know and and I related to that because right. what he told me was things that I remember as when I was, he was 11 years old, about around, probably around that age. And it's like, I remember feeling that way when I was younger. I remember feeling that way when I was probably his age. And, and, and instead of, and like, instead I said, Hey, you know what? I get it. I see how you feel. Right. You know? And immediately like, you know, he started tearing up and I, I mean, I won't lie. I was getting a little emotional. I was, almost, I was starting to almost tear up with him. And I said, Hey, you know what, man? I I'm not gonna make you go out there. I just want you to just give your best you can right now out there. Don't don't feel like you have to give it your all or anything. Just do what you can. His his energy went from like it, it was it was one of some of the best things I've ever seen the student do in that class. Like he just immediately like went into like great energy, he's just smiling. He talked to me so much, and the best thing he told me after class was simply, "When you talked to me, that really inspired me." That's awesome. That hit my heart, dude. That's awesome, and th- and that's that's what I love about this uh, about the martial arts is when you can make when you can change lives that's what it's about is changing lives right mm-hmm. um, it's about their personal best their personal journey you know um, everyone grows at a different rate and it's our job is to lead them you know to that path whatever that path is yeah you know and I you know martial arts uh, I believe builds confident leaders and um, they will learn. And that's the thing, I think, you know, we use martial arts as a vehicle, right? Yep. We teach them, it's not just about punching and kicking. Mm-hmm. You know, we say that a lot, you know. But what does that really mean? Well, what that means to me is that, you know, through the hard work, ups and downs, setbacks, there's going to be disappointments in, in a child's life. Uh-huh. Even as adult. As adults, you so always So why not start them young in life? Yeah. Right? And you start them young in life. And I'm a little biased. Yeah. <laughs> I love the martial arts, what it can do for you. Um, it will teach a child a lot, you know. Um, we've had longevity, a lot of students here have been with us for years, mm-hmm. you know. And and here's the thing, <clears throat> when we do have students leave as part of the business, I wish them the best, you know. And I, 
my hope is always that I made a difference in that person's life, like that starfish story. Yeah. Throw that starfish in the in the sea. You hope you're making a difference for that per, that starfish life, right? Mm. But I hope I, I can do more than just one starfish or known as the Definitely. student, right? Definitely. So it is about and it and I feel like I want to look at myself as a mentor coach, mm-hmm. right? It's good to have someone behind you. Every successful person has some kind of coach, health coach, business coach, life coach, whatever it is, martial art coach. Yeah. And it's that's our job is here is to help drive our students. But we always say, what, what's the three-triangle success system? Right. Students, Student, parents, parent, instructors, and instructor. It takes all three of us to make it work. And if one of those legs are broken, um, it will, you know. It, it falls apart. It right? falls apart, you know. Yeah. And, and it's, it's sometimes that does happen. Uh, you know, we want, and I'm sure every good parent wants their child to succeed. Every student that walks through this door, we want them to succeed um, in many ways. You know, they don't have to, again, they don't have to be the best. They have to be the personal best, but it's all about um, you know we're talking about engage you know engaging the student and, and driven, and you know um, and understand sometimes it's not for everyone. Mm. You know I, I get that you know, but if you really want the most for your child and what they want to get out of the martial arts, you know they say one percent of what the, uh, parents want for the child. Is martial? Oh yeah, martial we just talked about that today with some of the parents, right? Yes, yeah, so like, we just got that confirmed. Right, like literally, like we were asking one of those parents here, like, so did you come here like literally because you wanted to learn Okinawan Kempo, <laughs> or was it? Most people don't know what that is. No, they're here because they want to feel better, or they want their children to right. feel and be better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think it's how we go about that. It's how you teach it. Yep, it's how you go about it, that. It's not so much what you teach, it's how you teach. Mm-hmm. And um, not to some, it is important. The ones who do may know, but most people don't. But it comes down to teaching mm-hmm. and, and what you can do for that person, the value you can give. And I think it's a million. I think it's 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 priceless when you when I mean, what what good parent would say, yeah, no, I don't want my child to be confident, and and I, yeah, I want them to be a quitter. You know what what good parent would say that? Right. Know? But if we could build, if if we truly can build a child to be a confident person, right. Um, confident, you know, a respectful individual. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, you know, and and who cares about it, how you get about that, really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Will it take time? It can. It will take time. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a process, and um, it's always renewing, you know. But you, but if you come in here with motivation, you know, and if that's how you're gonna go by, that's the only feel you're gonna go by. It won't last. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it does take the three team: the instructor, the student. And a parent to make it work. Oh yeah. So, you know, you know some things that <clears throat> I feel that can help. Um, you know, I have a list right here um, on how to keep you know kids driven and engaged. You know, number one is go out of your way to encourage them to train. You know, mm-hmm. um, look for something good in them. Mm-hmm. Right. Find just one thing. What you could do for you know for them to stay on course. Right. I mean kids want validation from their parents mm-hmm. most kids i would say oh yeah right and when they get validated by their parent you know that makes them feel proud like man i'm really doing something good so that would be number one you know number two is praise effort more than winning praise yeah effort more than winning don't have to always 
be the you have best. You to win at everything. Because yeah. that, that's the disappointments. You will lose sometimes. Disappointments. A disappointment. Yeah, discipline mm-hmm. or disappointments. Absolutely. Just praise their efforts, like their hard work. I bet be sincere. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so look look for that, those things, right? Because, you know, martial arts is a fun and healthy hobby for children. Or we look at it as a lifestyle. Really, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody. It doesn't have to be children, right? I mean, I know most of our um, students are, are, are kids, but it's for it's for anybody you're right for mm-hmm. anybody the number three um, is teach them to learn from their mistakes mm. all right yes they're not gonna always get it the first time you know but there again don't sit there and just look for like oh you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong this this and that you know we always say what well, always try to find at least one good thing and improve it okay but they will learn from their mistakes but and it's okay to learn from their mistakes because that's how they're going to grow and get better they're gonna be disappointments oh yeah you know Number four is tame that competitive streak. You know, learn how to focus on on the on the big part of the martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, um, don't always have to you know mm-hmm. tame that competitive streak. You know, some people are very competitive. Uh-huh. And you know. I th- I think that leads to comparison too, doesn't it? <coughs> like, it does. You know, because like I think like it almost goes back to the winning where they always are obsessed. To I want to win all right. the time, right? And it's good to like I think it's healthy to it healthy. to want to win. But not to destroy yourself if you lose. And I know people who do, like who, who just like completely break down when they lose at something. I mean, and that and that can be a backfire. Yeah, you know. So it's okay to make mistakes, you know. So tame that mistakes, and then, um, you know, number five, tell them that their training partners love training with them. Mm-hmm. I, I felt I will say this. I felt good about that today. Like we did sparring for the first time today. Yes, uh, I saw for a lot of students, that and awesome. that's something I thought about last night a lot for some reason. It's just like. You know, sometimes I don't see it really often here, luckily. Like, you know, but I do feel that sometimes when we spar, I, I, I can't remember where I saw this from. I think I was reading Dave Kovar's thing. I was like on the business pit site, and they, it literally said, Your opponent is not your enemy. And I thought, it's like, wow, it's like, really, you know what I mean? Like, they're my opponent, not my enemy. I'm here to compete with them right now or spar with them right now. But to make sure we still got that, like, you know, brotherhood or sisterhood or whatever you want to call it, like that camaraderie fist bump and to let that person know what the, you thought they did great at. Absolutely. Tell them something good. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, he punched me in the face, but now tell him something good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's what's cool about that, you know? Yeah, you spar, hit each other, but in the end, it's, like you said, brotherhood, sisterhood, mm-hmm. and Respectful. it's all about me. Man, that was a nice shot, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's... We're here to build each other up, mm-hmm. not tear each other down. And I think that's a camaraderie uh, thing that you know, we need to teach our, ch- our our students. You know, I should say our students. Um, we, we yeah, we do spar, but in the end, we hit like you said, hit the knuckles. Yeah, and what we do, we bow. Bow. Just respect. What does karate begin with? With respect. What does it end with? Respect. Respect. So in the end, it's all about helping each other to grow and get better. And but the, so those are the five tips I think. Um, you know, just help keep you know, students engaged, particularly children. Um, it's so important um here's the thing i'll leave it with this mm-hmm. what is the intent you know the main thing is a parent or, or as a parent let's say a parent or an adult let's say it's a parent what's the intent for getting their child in here what do they want to gain from it mm-hmm. now whatever the answer is it's going to may take time mm-hmm. you know um, yes, it's not going to always be roses and lollipops that they're going to want to come to class. Or sometimes they won't want to come to class. 
Yeah. You know, may sometimes give them something they really don't want to do. All right, let's just go ahead and clean the toilet. That's always been <laughs> a joke. And I'm sure most of them are like, okay, let's go karate, you know? So yeah. give them a task they may not want to do so well, right? So <clears throat> I understand, you know, you, you, you hear the word, I don't want to force my child, you know, and I, and I totally get that, you know, but there's a lot of things that we do force our child, mm -hmm. you know, we force them to go to school. Yeah. And of course, you know, I understand that's, that's a mandatory thing. But it's still a forced thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, if anything, try to encourage them to go. Right. What they can gain from it. Um, if you're wanting to achieve these, you know, these benefits you want to want to gain from it. Yeah. So. Ah, I love it. So that's what I have on how to keep our kids driven and engaged. Mm -hmm. um, kind of looking forward to the next episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I know we're talking about possibly doing this bi-weekly, or like it, like maybe twice a month, possibly. I'm just kind of going with the flow, see how it feels. Just go flow, and, and I'm having fun doing these podcasts. And uh, like I said, if one person gets something out of this, you know, I, I feel it's, it's definitely worth our time. Heck yeah. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, if you listen this far, thank you so much. You know, we love you guys, and uh, I guess that's it for now. All right. Take care, guys. See you guys.